Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews where for over five years we've been asking the franchipreneurs a one-on-one. I'm your host Marty McDermott and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Jerry Flanagan, the founder of J-Dog Junk Removal. And J-Dog Junk Removal is a full-service junk removal company that removes almost anything. They offer junk removal services for the home, business, including offices, retail locations, storage units, churches, apartments, warehouses, and more. And that's coming right up on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we've got a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com 
ownaritas.com. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over four years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get inside tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Check out our weekly franchise radio show, where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. Get three months of free advertising when you sign up for our one-year package. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Franchise Interviews, where for over five years we've been asking the franchipreneurs a one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. And as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Jerry Flanagan, who is the founder of J-Dog Junk Removal. And J-Dog Junk Removal is a full-service junk removal company that removes almost anything. We offer junk removal services for the home, business, including offices, retail locations, storage units, churches, apartments, warehouses, and more. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Jerry. You know, it's, I read about you guys a while ago, and uh, so I've been wanting to have you on the show. So it's a privilege to finally have the chance to get to speak to you. We would like to ask our guests where you're calling from this morning. I'm from Wayne, Pennsylvania. Okay, great. Which and is a suburb right outside of Philadelphia. Good, good. You know, it's funny, Jerry. In, in the last, we've been doing the show almost six years now, and, and it's it's interesting. In the last six months, we've had more franchisers from Pennsylvania, so we're getting ready to declare Pennsylvania the uh, franchise capital of the United States. So that's fantastic. You know, it's a, we're, um, just so you know, we're in eastern Pennsylvania, so we're directly north of you guys. We're about fifty miles uh, north of Philadelphia. I don't know if you've ever been up towards the eastern area. Yeah, I've been up to Allentown, that area. Sure. Oh, good, good. Okay, good, yeah. So, absolutely. That's fantastic. Uh, you, you have an interesting background. I, I thought we could, you know, dive right into, you know, what you were doing before starting J-Dog Junk Removal. Sure. Um, well, I got out of the military in uh, 1989. I was in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Army. And spent about three years trying to apply the GI Bill to the right school and, and working, yeah. trying to go to school. And I landed in a company, a seasonal retail company, um, in 1992, and I latched on to that company and developed multiple skills, um, marketing, sales, operations, and, uh, I, and did really well. Grew right through that company and realized that uh, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So mm. it takes me all the way up to 2007, and I went out on my own, started my own uh, retail seasonal concept, and uh, franchised. Right, uh, right. Launched it right off, sold four franchises right off the bat, and the uh, the 2008 hit. <laughs> um, yeah. v- v- very difficult to grow a franchise company um, during those times. Yeah, so, absolutely. In the back of my mind, I said, you know, what's going to be the next next leap uh, leap for me? So I went yeah. ahead 
and did some research and realized that the uh, the junk removal business is something that um, actually did well during the recession. <laughs> yes. So I figured let me uh, let me create a concept that would uh, that would work in in a marketplace you know nationally, and I could grow. While that was going on, um, I realized that there are so many veterans and so many active duty members that are yeah. uh, that are looking for work, coming back yeah. from from the service, and you know the light light bulb went off in my head, and I said let me let me put this into a certain category and, 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 and create a concept for military veterans, active duty members only, and see if we can branch this business out, um, you know, through the model I created. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that took me up to here. So I've, for about 17 months now, um, I've been building this model, and we just started franchising it a few months ago in May. I think it's fantastic, and, and, and you know, you've you've gotten some great, you know, uh, uh, PR on it as well. You know, I mean, we were very familiar with your company, you know, when we heard what you were doing. You know, it's, it was kind of disturbing, you know, with the unemployment rates, you know, when I was studying it, um, Jerry, you know, it, you see how high it is for, you know, some of the military compared to, like, the national average, you know. So um, I thought that was fantastic, you know, that, that you created this um, this type of program. Have you always known, like, at an early age, you know, there's like this, this, there's studies out there. There's kind of like a link between like the military and entrepreneurship. I was, I was curious. Have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Or? I have. Yeah, I've always wanted mm. to be an entrepreneur. Um, I just really didn't have like the tool set to really apply right. it in any direction. I think it just kind of evolved. But yeah, as a military person, I think you you, you tend to have a, a little more maybe I don't know. I want to say courage or guts. Right. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to take the chances a little risk, bit more? Right, right. The that's ability to sign risk. on. Absolutely. Yeah, you take risks. You, know, you sign on, and when you join the military, you, you don't know what's in front of you. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think there's a correlation there. That's amazing. Yeah, it, you know, there was an interesting um, statistic. I think it was by the SBA. It says that, um, let's see, in any case, veterans in the private sector are at least 45% more likely than individuals with no active military experience to be self-employed. And I, I remember when I saw that, and I said, wow. Um, you know, and, and you would know this too, Jerry, because you know, with the military, you know, of course, you can retire a little earlier than um, I, I guess you could say common folks, you know, who retire like around 65 or 70 years old. I, I think the average retirement um, when you have a career in the military, I think it's somewhere like about 45 to 50 years old, which is still relatively young, you know, if you think about it. You know? Exactly, and, and you spend your whole career following a system, and which exactly. takes you right into franchising. If anything, the people that were in the military. Are the perfect candidate for franchises. Uh, follow a system, follow instructions, you know, things that are proven to work. Um, that, that's what the military is all about. Um, trial and error, trial and error is already done. Um, so, uh, yeah, to me, I think that the franchising concept and, and being exclusive, available for military veterans only, I think is going to be a, a, a very, very positive um, direction for us the way, the way we decide to go. Absolutely, I, I, I totally agree. Could you talk a little bit about you know the franchise or the franchise system, Jerry? You know, like um, you know maybe the services that you guys have. Like if you guys were at like a, a, a trade show or a franchise show, and someone came up to your booth and they said, "So what do you guys do? Uh, where do you typically go from there?" Well, basically, we service um, our residential customers. Uh, we mm -hmm. service uh, commercial real estate also, uh, businesses. Um, everybody downsizes. Everybody has extra junk, mm. and it, someone needs to move it away. Um, yeah. It's hard to get rid of a lot of items, um, and you, you need to know the facilities, too. We do everything uh, recycled. 
Um, if it cannot be recycled and it absolutely has to go to a transfer station, we do that. We don't go directly to the landfill. Um, we, right. we decide to go to a transfer station. So that way, if there's anything left for that item to be used for, it could be used for. Um, we do That's take right. items to Goodwill, local charities. Um, we do go to the recycle facilities. Um, there's just so many different ways to get rid of junk people don't realize. And we try to do it all the right way because people do ask that. You know, they do ask, hey, where's this going? Where, where are the electronics going? Where is this? Is, can someone use this couch? Can someone use this, you know, dresser? And, mm. you know, we take the time to drive this stuff everywhere it has to go. So it's very important. Absolutely. It seems like this, this I guess you can call this this industry that, that you guys are in too, Jerry. I, I think you did, of course, pick the right industry. It seems as though it's, it's growing every single year. I don't know. I mean, it seems to be becoming more popular anyway. I mean, people are talking about it a lot more, junk removal services, you know, and you see trucks today and things like that, you know. So is it a growing industry? I definitely think it's a growing industry, and yeah. simply from the standpoint that, Televisions. You know, we used to have televisions. We'd have them for 20, 30 years. <laughs> you, didn't, you, you never threw a television out. That's Today, true. you know, every Super Bowl, we're going out and we're buying that's a new true. TV. So that's as, funny. you know, the industry changes, as the appliances get better, people want, want, want more than they used to. They don't hold that's on to anything. And they're, they're constantly true. moving. People are moving all the time. And a lot of people want to change the, the items they have. So they, they yeah. tend to get rid of things a lot more now, I think, than they did 10 years ago. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Is there any technology um, <clears throat> involved, um, I, I guess, in this franchise, Jerry? Well, in my franchise, basically, I keep it as simple as possible. You know, I've good. built a model that can be run very, very independently with, with, with support from us. Um, we do recommend to follow, like, a QuickBook system, which we support mm -hmm. that. You know, we have our own people to handle that. Um, we have the website already prepared. We already have all the domain names purchased and owned. Um, as soon as you open up in a market, you instantly are going to be um, getting web hits right away with leads coming in. We own the 1-800 number already. Mm -hmm. um, and I have the manual you know, that I've created after all yeah. my years of experience. I've built the model so I can basically put someone in the business within 90 days up and running. Um, they go out, they purchase an H2 Hummer. Um, we also have a secondary vehicle, which is a Wrangler Jeep, a large Jeep they can buy. And right. we wrap it with our logos. And you're driving around the neighborhood with an H2 green Hummer that has veteran-owned and operated, all plastered all over it, J-Dog junk removal. And the phones are ringing off the hook. Um, it's a driving billboard. And I pull a trailer. I pull a yeah. large trailer behind me, and that's wrapped. So everywhere you go, everywhere I park, uh, we're marketing ourselves. That's and it's funny. The first thing that people say to me is they say, Thank you for your service. Wow. And with that, there's very little negotiations with the price on the, what we're doing. They tend to not have a problem with uh, the prices we're charging. That's fantastic. Who gets credit for the name? Is that you? It's, it's a very clever name, That's by me. the way. It's it yeah, is. I'm okay. J-Dog. It's, it's <laughs> my it's nickname, clever, yeah. and I it's, went it's, ahead and It's a great it. name for a <laughs> franchise. Yeah, it, just, it has a nice ring to it, you know. It's, just it, it's simple. You know, it's simple. It's J-Dog junk removal. You know, it's, it's got a ring to it. People see me in the supermarkets locally. Uh, that I've done work for, and, and they go, hey, there's J-Dog, you know. Yeah. So it, what I like about primarily about the business model itself, it, it, it kind of brings you back to the old school, like the old mm -hmm. hardware store, the old yeah. barbershop in the area. When you're, a, when you're a junk removal person in your community, first of all, they, they're, they're going to recognize you because of your veteran status. Once they've seen right. you and they met you and they see the Green Hummer, they call you back. You know, they're going to yeah. you have a junk removal guy in the neighborhood. He's a veteran. He's a local hero, so to speak. Um, but you have an instant credibility in your own little market. That's why I feel these going up. You know, you know, all around, all around the country. 
Yeah, absolutely. I like how you mentioned the whole, you know, simplicity of the franchise too, Jerry. I think that, you know, I, I've always said, you know, I've been studying franchising for 10 years, and I think that that always makes for the better franchises is the simplicity of the whole system. Yeah, I think when it starts getting a little more complicated, um, that's when it gets a little crazy to try to, like, duplicate it, you know, um, absolutely, from location absolutely. to location. So I, I do. I think it's it's very clever. So I, I kind of know what types of characteristics I, I, I suspect you're looking uh, for in your franchisees. You know, I guess, of course, you know, having that military background helps. Is there anything else that, that you look for, um, I guess, or will be looking for in your franchisees, Jerry? Yeah, definitely a strong work ethic, um, mm -hmm. someone that believes in what they're doing every day, positive yeah. attitude, uh, customer service. You want to be able to shake everybody's hand. They want right. to welcome you into their home. You know, you're walking into their home, you're removing items, you're going to be called back several times. So you want to have a good, good personality, strong personality. Um, you want to be confident, you know, in what you're doing every day, and you want to be able to get up in the morning, you know, and, and get moving. <laughs> Basically. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. What's the um, what's the training like once someone decides that they want to become a franchisee? Yeah, what we do is we bring them in down into our facility. Uh, okay. We spend a, a full day going through all the the basic operations. We have a whole training seminar plan put together, and then we also are going to go out to their site and, and and get in the truck with them. I'm going to be in the truck with them personally, uh, showing them how to do it, shaking the hands of the customers, and um, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of that um, one on one training. Yeah, which is important, you know, and that's, you know, it's the advantage, I think, too, of, you know, not say going with a smaller franchise system, but, you know, there's, there's a funny joke that, you know, it's like when you become a, a franchisee, not to pick on, like, Subway, which is, you know, very successful, like 37,000 right. units, but I think you're sometimes classified as, like, franchisee number 10,907 or something like that, and you say, who the heck right. wants to be known as that, <laughs> you know, I think yeah, there's an, yeah. an advantage, right, to be able to talk to someone like yourself, to be able to, you know, say, you know, I want to speak to the CEO or the president of the company, it doesn't always happen, you know, so right. um, I think that this is this is a great opportunity for someone looking to, you know, get in on a, on a great franchise system. What would a typical day be like then, you know, for someone, you know, once they become, you know, part of the franchise? I mean, from like the moment they start their day till I guess like the end of the day. What's that like? Well, what's great about the opportunity is the you can schedule your days any way you want. You work it out with your customer. Um, I typically have an early morning where I, I have an exercise routine. I do all the hauling myself. Um, as an owner-operator, you don't have to do all the hauling. You can hire, you know, some people to do the hauling for you as long as you're the owner-operator of the franchise. So it, 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 you don't have to be a super strong person to, to, do, to own this business, to say to manage it. Right. I happen to like to do the labor. <laughs> so yeah, um, sure. I typically stay in shape. Um, I go out to a customer's home. Uh, they show me the junk they have. Um, we discuss it on the phone prior. I give them a, a, an estimate over the phone so they have at least a ballpark of what we're dealing with. So basically, just on experience, you have an idea of what mm -hmm. to tell the customers. Um, if you want to go out to the home ahead of time, you can just to make sure if they say, you know, I've got this super huge refrigerator, maybe tough to get out. You may want to swing by just ahead of time, take a look at right. it, walk around with the customer, meet them, so you just don't run into any, any major problems. But typically, I'd say you know, nine out of ten times, it's not a, not a problem. You show right up with the trailer. You haul the junk out, have good conversation. You've met a new person in the neighborhood. Um, they take your cards. They refer you. Um, you know, you go out. There's days where you have two or three jobs. There's days where you'll have six or seven. Um, at the end, you take the you take the items that you pick up, and you section it out on the trailer. And you, depending on what your next jobs are, you can fit more than one load on a on a truck. You would take those items to the prospective facilities. 
So that's how you basically you spend your day, loading, driving, dropping. <laughs> mm. It seems like a nice transition, too. You know, I mean, when I was studying you guys, too, Joey, I mean, for someone going from the military to, you know, this, this type of franchise, you know, where, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people might want to stay, you know, physically active, you know what I mean, which I guess you were, you know, in the military, you know, um, yeah, using your body absolutely. and things like yeah. that instead of sitting behind a desk. Absolutely. And what I love about it is, you know, I'm spending most of my time in the truck, in my Hummer, driving around, marketing, of course, as I'm going from home to home, listening to sports radio. You know, yeah, so of course, there's an right. advantage of not having to go right into the workforce coming out of the military, stressed out at an office job or a quota at the retail store or mega hours. This is a situation where, you know what, if I want to put some extra hours in this week, let me work on Saturday and Sunday and make some extra money. You know, let me, exactly. let me get out there and hang, hand up some more flyers. You know, let me do this, let me do that. You can basically drive the ship on your sales, you know, with our support. And what, it, what our system allows you to do is when we charge uh, the royalty, we only charge for the, the trailer per month. We don't charge a percentage. So you keep, the franchisees will keep the extra money they bring in. I'm only getting a flat royalty monthly. So you right. can say, wow, I'm not sharing in the millions and millions of potential dollars that are out there. If they're going to do all those numbers, then they can, right. they can if they work hard, they keep that extra money. I get a flat fee. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great model. But what what advice would you give to? I, I guess we call them. You've probably heard the term before, like veterpreneurs. You know, um, looking to buy a franchise, Jerry. When I was at the um, show um, in New York at the Jacob Javits Center, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, about, you know, the veterans going into uh, franchising, which which is fantastic. What advice would you give to them um, as far as their quest for buying a franchise? Because there's so much out there today. When, when I took my wife, this was the first time she went to a franchise show. She was overwhelmed. She couldn't believe how many, you know, concepts and how many people were there. And she says, how do you choose? Um, so what would you say to them in their quest to buy a franchise? I'd say the best way to choose it, you have to picture yourself doing this every day. Yeah. Do I want to wake up every day and make a pizza? You know, do right. I want to wake up every day right. and, and cut grass? This is your life. I mean, yeah. I think we forget, you know, you know, we need to spend the majority of our lives doing what we do for a living. Right. So, exactly. you know, if you have an opportunity to invest in a franchise, you, you want to do what you love to do, number one. Number two, tr- try, to, try to minimize your risk on the, the amount you're investing. Um, you know, you try to structure it where if it doesn't work out for you, you don't, you know, you're not losing everything. Um, tying yourself into long-term leases and, you know, real estate and land. And yeah. when you get into those type of franchises, the concern is, you know, you, your business could be dictated by the, by the you know, the economy. Um, that's why I picked this, because the only thing you're really locking yourself into is, is a franchise fee. You know, when you buy right. the purchase of the Hummer and the trailer and the equipment, you own those things. And if it doesn't work exactly. out, you can sell them off. So the only risk with our company is you pay the franchise fee. Right. And you're not buying into hundreds of thousands of dollars of moon bounces or, you know, or, or fitness equipment. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a truck that can be used. It's a trailer that someone will buy. And you, you can, you're not going to take too much of a risk. I think those are the two really important things. Do what you love and right. try not to, you know, bet the house on it. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's well said. So what's, what are your plans for the future then? I mean, if you can look like five years down the road, Jerry, I mean, where do you, where do you guys see yourselves? In, in five years, I, I would love to see um, a representative of J-Doll Junk Removal, number one in every state. In every state. Uh, multiples in, in some of the bigger states, obviously. 
Right. Because the amount of junk removal services that are needed throughout the country and, and the amount of veterans that are going to be out there looking to work or go back to school, start a business, we could put three to 500 of these up throughout the country and probably still have room for growth. Absolutely. So, um, you know, again, once people hear about what we're doing um, and we get some of the new, some of the franchises up and running, they can see how successful they can be. I believe they can go up at a high rate, and we're able to handle that. You know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna hire veterans to help us right. manage the franchise concept, and we're hoping that the veterans that are on board are also hiring fellow veterans to work and run the trucks for them. So we're we're really trying to build just this this large group of of, of locations that are just all veteran based, and and maybe maybe the you know the, the country can get behind it, so to speak. Absolutely, yeah. I, I I think it's it's a wonderful thing you guys are doing. When I first read about you, I, I said, you know, I, I knew we had to have you on the show, you know. So it was great for me to, to to finally have a chance to speak to you. What's the best way that our listeners can get like more information on becoming uh, a franchisee, Jerry? What website should they go to? What number should they call? Uh, they should go to um, www.jdogjunkremoval.com. Okay. Or call our toll-free number eight seven seven nine nine four. Four three two seven. It's a great website, by the way, too. You know, it's very informative. There's a lot of great information on there too, as well. You know, I've spent the last week going over it. You know, and it's just, it, it's full of great information. And I want to thank you also for protecting and serving our country for many years, Jerry. Because you know what, if it wasn't for guys like you, you know, we always say that we wouldn't be able to do this show. So, thank you so much. Uh, it, it's my a pleasure. To, thank you for having me on. To talk to you. It's our pleasure. Thanks, Jerry. We'll be right back with okay. more franchise interviews. Franchise Interviews. For over four years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get inside tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Check out our weekly franchise radio show, where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And don't forget to listen to our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Need a business loan? Talk to Diamond Financial Services, the experts in franchise financing nationwide. Whether you're looking to start a franchise, acquire an existing franchise, or expand your territory through opening new locations, Diamond Financial stands by your side start to finish. From pre-qualification to packaging and presenting your application to securing a financial commitment and through the loan closing process, Diamond Financial is there. While you're waiting, thousands of others are making their financial dreams come true. Don't wait any longer. Pre-qualify now by completing a confidential, no-obligation financial analysis. Let's face it, traditional banks just aren't in the business of financing small business. At Diamond Financial, we specialize in securing franchise loans from $100,000 to $3 million and equipment leasing up to $150,000. Let us help you get started. 
go to www.franchisefunding.net or call 877-508-2274. That's franchisefunding.net, 877-508-2274. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews now over five years and almost 300 shows and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today we're actually going to go back to the most very basic elements of franchising. In fact, we're going to go back five years ago to our very first show we did with PB Loco where Don and I get into the um, defining uh, the word franchise. We use references like uh, the great Dave Thomas. So uh, I, I think you'll enjoy this edition. Um, you know, the criteria they filled out, uh, what they'd be comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think probably another good place to start, Don, is to, you know, define the word franchise, you know, because a lot of times when I ask my business students for the definition of a franchise, their response is typically the same. You know, they'll say to me, McDonald's or Subway or Quiznos. And you know, yesterday before the show, you know, I, I, I looked up the word franchise in the Oxford Dictionary, and it defines a franchise as follows. It says, an authorization granted by a company to sell its goods or services in a particular way. And, you know, that's a good definition, but it doesn't really help an aspiring entrepreneur understand what franchising really is. And I know you had a good definition we were speaking about from the book um, Franchising for Dummies, which I, I think is written by the uh, great Dave Thomas, who's gone on to you know bigger and better things. Right, right. But, I don't know if you have that. of Wendy's. Yeah, I do have that. It's a you do. book written by him and Michael Side of That's uh, right. H. Side and Associates. I thought it was a you know really great definition. It's a little lengthy, but I think mm-hmm. it really sums it up. Uh, the definition of what is a franchise. Right. And it basically says franchising is a system for expanding a business and distributing goods and services. Mm-hmm and an opportunity to operate a business under a recognized brand name. Good. For example, uh, Wendy's doesn't franchise hamburgers. Right. Uh, and Midas, the you know, muffler franchise, they don't franchise car mufflers. Right. They franchise business systems that deliver hamburgers and mufflers to customers with consistency mm. of the products and services and also the customer experience. Uh, it says a franchise occurs when a business which is called the franchisor. The franchise corporate office is called the franchisor. Okay. Uh, they license its trade name, which is the brand, such as Wendy's or Midas, and its operating methods, which is a system or their system of doing business, to a person or group. The person investing in the franchise is called the franchisee. Okay. Uh, so I think that's important to bring out some of these terms because absolutely, you know, the the, the franchisee is going to be the owner of the franchise. Mm-hmm. The franchisor. Is the you know uh, is the Wendy's or the Midas right? Uh, the franchisee by buying into the franchise system, they agree to operate according to the terms of the contract. That's called the franchise agreement. Okay. The franchisor provides the franchisee with support, and in some cases, exercises some control over the way the franchisee operates under the brand. Okay. So that's what we mean before uh, about the pros and cons. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're in business for yourself. You have a much higher chance of success, but you're under the but you're not by yourself, as you say. You know, right. franchising is you know being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. It, you know, one of the words that you said in that definition, Don, which, by the way, I mean, I think is probably the best definition I've seen. Um, you know, since since being involved in franchising, is the most important word is 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 system. 
and what do we mean by system is, is kind of like a method of doing things so you get the same result every single time. And the analogy that, that I typically give, Don, is that, you know, the franchisor is the teacher and the franchisee is the student. And it's very important that the student, who is the franchisee, trust as well as listen to the teacher, or the, who in this case is the franchisor. And they also must be willing to totally follow the system and not try to reinvent the wheel. Otherwise, it's already a proven system and absolutely. Concept. That's why they're buying into it and paying a franchise fee, paying royalties. It's already a exactly. proven system. That's why they're they're investing in a franchise, much lower failure rate. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're right. You know, the, the 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 keyword system is very important here because someone doesn't have to go into and set up all this marketing and all these different things involved with starting up a business on their own. It's already been done. I mean, it's already done for you. You just have to follow the system, and if you right. do that, uh, you're going to be successful in most cases. Absolutely, and I think that's what can make it difficult for some entrepreneurs, Don, is because, you know, some people are so entrepreneurial that they don't have the ability to follow a system. You know, um, it's kind of like, I, you know, the, the example I give is, you know, you buy a McDonald's franchise, and you say, you know what, I think that this cheeseburger is going to taste better with four pickles and a little more mustard, you know, and you just start trying to reinvent all these different things. It's not necessary with franchising. You have to be willing to totally follow that system. Otherwise, it's not for you, and that's why franchising isn't for everyone, and that's, you know, franchisers certainly don't want somebody coming into their their system and, and, and trying to uh, reinvent things, you know. It, yeah. it, you don't have to do that. Right. It's a good point. I speak to franchisors all the time necessarily don't want to recruit or find an investor uh, who's had mm -hmm. a background in their industry to, to invest in them because Absolutely. they might uh, you know want to do things their way if, uh, if things start off a little slow. They want people coming in fresh who can be trained, learn their system, uh, and, and do things exactly what's been successful with their other franchise owners. So I agree. I, I agree. You know, I would, the, another example I give Don is, is I, I ask, like, I call it the entrepreneurial scale, where, you know, I would ask somebody, I'd say, you know, how entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial are you on a scale of 1 to 10? You know, 1 being low and 10 being the highest. You know, and if somebody said to me that they're a 9 or a 10, I'd kind of, I think I would push that person away from franchising, you know, because, again, these are typically people who are just so entrepreneurial that, you know, their mind is always going, and they just want to reinvent things over and over, and, you know, so those people should not go into franchising, you know, so right. it's very interesting points, you know. Yeah, and just one last part to finish up the definition mm -hmm. of what is a franchise. Good. I mentioned it before, but for people not really familiar with the franchise concept, uh, uh, it says for all this service the franchisor will give. It says, in exchange, the franchisee usually pays the franchise or an initial fee, called the franchise fee, right? Uh, and then a continuing ongoing fee. I mentioned a word before. That's called uh, a royalty. You know, usually uh, could range in the 2 to 5% range. It includes advertising and everything, but uh, uh, the franchisee uh, will pay a royalty. Uh, and that's basically to, for the use of the trade name and all the operating methods and system that we're talking about. So I think that's a great def definition of, uh, you know, the word franchise. It really just sums it all, it all up in just a few paragraphs. Absolutely. Um, you know, and as the weeks go on, uh, we're going to be using these words a lot. Absolutely. Franchisee, franchisor. So that's why we think it's important to kind of just throw these terms out in the first show just to I agree. people understand it. I agree. We have, you know, some of those definitions actually posted on our show page for World Flock Radio too, Don, but... So thanks everyone for listening.
interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.